We've got you covered. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by ElisaElana.com. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Welcome back to the Mulberry Lane Show, your weekend getaway, bringing you up close and personal with songwriters and artists of all kinds. Right now, we're in the middle of our chat with Graham Russell of Air Supply, and he's talking about songwriting and what makes a good love song. You know, what makes a good love song? I wish I knew. I think I've just been lucky over all these years. <laughs> but, you know, for me, you've got to feel it. There's got to be passion. It's got to be real. And sometimes the lyrics can be very simple. But if they're in front of a beautiful melody, there's something happens. It's that X factor. When a certain word, a certain lyric falls in a certain place with a certain note, there's something that happens, and it's the biggest mystery mm-hmm. in the world for me, you know. I really don't know that much about music. I only know what I hear and what I feel. But when I write a song, I really feel it, and often I'm brought to tears. Not because the song's a great song, not at all, but the magic within it that I hear and I feel. And sometimes I have to stop and I start crying, you know, yeah. because there's so much emotion there. Mm -hmm. that I can't help it. And then when that happens, I know that I've hit something and I'll complete it, you know. Okay, so so you know that's the point you need to hit with yourself. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I'm a critique of my own songs, but if I get past me, then I know it's good. But I throw a lot of stuff out even before it's half finished. I'll say, no, it's not right. I'm not feeling it. You can't make people listen to something if you can't feel it and you don't know what it needs to be you know it's kind of hard to describe Mm -hmm. but when you hear a great song you go oh my god that's a beautiful song or if you hear a piece of music by Ennio Morricone you know the great film composer when I listen to his stuff I go oh my god I'm just gonna ball here you know (laughs) so I try to get whatever that is into my songs in my own way you know yeah who or what inspired Lost in Love uh, Lost in Love came about and it was written in 15 minutes. I was in Adelaide. I was living on my own and I was, you know, neither of us had any money. And Russell was in Sydney, so I was like a thousand miles away. I just sat down and I thought, we don't have anything, you know. I, I, don't, I don't mean Russell and myself or me and my girlfriend or anything, but it was a low point, you know. And I, I'm always the one to try and turn things around positive and I always sit down and think, God, let's think of the, what we do have, not what we want exactly. or what we need. Right. Okay. And I thought, yeah, you know, I've got my guitar and it, Lost in Love is just a simple song. There's only four chords and it just keeps repeating the same things. But there's something about it. It just keeps rolling over like a snowball. And I just thought, you know, Lost in Love and I don't know much. Was I thinking aloud or fell out of touch? Really simple words. Mm-hmm. But it's a very positive song. It's saying, hey, whatever, doesn't matter how low you are or how much you don't have. If you have your self-respect and you have love itself, then that will give you everything you need, you know. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. You've had huge audiences and venues all over the world, you yeah. know, China, India, Cuba. What do you think it is about your music that translates so well to other countries? Do you think it's harmonies, the message of love, or what is it? I think it's all of the above. It, okay. It's certainly Russell's voice, which is captivating. It's the songs, and it, it is the harmony, but it's the simplicity as well. 
Uh-huh. The songs are very simple. They're very catchy, and they kind of hook into you. Mm-hmm. But they don't just hook into you for no reason. Once they get inside there, I always like to think that they open up and they start growing inside you, and and it's a very positive force. We played in a lot of countries where they don't speak a word of English, but they know the lyrics to the songs, and they know that they're positive, and they can feel that the words are going to be very good to them and they're, they're nice words and they're very positive and i think that's what it is when we first went to china we would didn't know what to expect you know and there was a lot of people and they didn't know all the lyrics but they knew the key ones lost in love i'm all out of love and then they kind of mumble through the other stuff so they get little pieces of it uh-huh. but they knew that it was a positive energy yeah. what they were listening to so again and it's the feeling that translates it is. It's that feeling, yeah. And you can't describe that. And it doesn't matter what race or culture you come from. We all share those same feelings, you know, when people have children or pets or anything. It's those feelings that we get, that we love when they come over us. And that's what music is for us, I think. Simple things. Yes. Now, you also mentioned how important Russell's voice is in translating the song. So having sung next to him for so many years, what is the magic in his voice? I think, you know, Russell's always had such a great voice, and a lot of those early songs, the one that you love, even making love out of nothing at all, were all sung first take. Wow. And one take. And I was there, you know, and I'd say to him, do you know the song? You know, because it's easy for me. I don't have to sing a lot of those leads. It's not my thing at all. He says, yeah, I know the song. And I'll say, okay, go and do it, you know. And he'd do it first take. He'd give us a look, which read, I think that was the one. I'd listen back and I'd go, that's the one. We would do a couple of other okay. takes and we'd go, no, it's the first one. Yeah. There's something about Russell, when he's committed to something, he gives it everything, you know. And those early takes were just incredible, you know. They almost brought tears to your eyes. Mm-hmm. But he's got that high voice, you know. Mm-hmm. It may not be as high as it used to be. I don't think anyone's is. But he still sings really high, mm-hmm. and he gives it everything. Not only that, he's a great performer, and I think you can have a great singer, but you need to know how to deliver your message. You've got to be a great performer and a great artist and a great entertainer, and Russell is all of those things. He's an expert at all of those, and when you put all those together, he's undeniably in my opinion, one of the greatest singers around, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you just joined us here on the Mulberry Lane Show, we're talking with Graham Russell, one half of the duo Air Supply. Now, he's the writer, and right now he's talking about the other half of the duo, Russell Hitchcock, who's the lead singer. So what does he do on stage? You know, it's so weird because, you know, both Russell and I are in our 60s, you know. Okay. But it baffles me when he's on stage, people love him. And he can just come on stage and put his arms out, open his arms up, and people will stand up and applaud. And I go, God, what is it? What? How? What do you do? What do you got? And he says, I don't know. He says, I don't know what it is. Uh, but he's got it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's a great performer. And he's not a dancer or this or a ballet guy or anything like that. He does everything. But whatever he does, he puts everything into it. And people respond to that they respond to passion to emotion and giving it everything and once they see that all together it's undeniable and and you can't go back you know now you've seen such huge success in adoring fans so how does that change you as a person well i think you know when we first had success 
we were a lot older than people normally are. I mean, I was 25, Russell was 26. Okay. So it's not like we were 18 or 19 and right. very impressionable and kind of rebellious or anything like that. You know, I was married, I had two children. Uh -huh. So I was ready for it. You know, I was ready to make some money. Mm -hmm. And we were very level-headed. And I think that's why in the early 80s, you never saw us on the magazines. We were never wild or anything like that. You never heard about us until we had a hit record in the charts. Uh -huh. And I think consequently... That may have hurt us a little bit, but we chose to do that. We didn't want to be seen with everybody. We had families, you know, uh -huh. and we were very low-key. All we really cared about was our live show, and we've always took pride in it. You know, we wanted to sound great. We have always done a lot of shows. We were on the road nine months a year then, and we still do 140 shows now. Wow, amazing. So that's really what we love to do. Uh -huh. Everything else is great, but, you know, we were very conscious of where our strengths lay mm -hmm. and we were very aware that we need to keep those going and to make that happen you know yeah you know when you were talking earlier about how you two haven't really had a big fight i think part of that reason is because it sounds like things never really went to your head or you didn't really have like huge egos yeah, I mean, you know, when you get on stage, it's an illusion. People perceive you as being much bigger than you are. Right. You know, I mean, you're on a stage, first of all, so you look taller. You know, I'm six foot five, so I look wow. like this giant coming on stage. <laughs> but it's all an illusion, and it's all about the music. And that's why in our live show, we try to break that barrier. Uh -huh. And we go into the audience, and we, you know, we're always holding hands with the audience. So it becomes a collective. It's not us and them. Yeah. It's us, uh -huh. you know. Neat. Okay, now let's touch on some of the other projects right now. You have the live DVD and CD. We did that in Hong Kong last September, yeah. Okay. And then you have a dance musical, Dance With Me? Yeah, we've got a few musicals in the works. We've got Dance With Me, which was performed at uh, Michigan State University last November. That's in progress right now. Okay. And I think that's going to open in China later this year. Okay. We have uh, another musical in Korea, which is called Lost in Love. Okay. And we have another one in Australia that is another different stage of production. So we have three that are coming. Actually, there's another one. Uh, I just wrote the music for Treasure Island, okay. a new musical, a family musical. That's awesome. Where do you yeah. find the time to do all of that? Well, I write very quickly, and I write every day. It's just something I've always done. A discipline. Uh, yeah, so you know, if people ask me to write for something, I think about it, and then I just sit down and... I think about what the character in whatever, if it's a musical, what, what the character would be thinking. And I find it a beautiful adventure for me to become that character and say, well, what would he or she be thinking? If she's falling in love with this guy, what would she be thinking? Or what would he be thinking? What's she going to say? And how is she going to feel? So mm -hmm. I can get inside people very easily, you know. Okay. And then you have the Of Eden Acoustic Project. It's just two voices, and it's a young lady from Los Angeles with a beautiful voice. You know, I love just getting up and playing with two voices and an acoustic guitar, but Russell prefers not to do that anymore, which, okay. which I completely understand. Mm -hmm. And so this young lady, Katie McGee, and I, we just started to do shows. Do What we're doing, for instance, if Air Supply plays... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then we'll play Thursday, okay. or we'll play the following Mondays to keep our costs down, you know. Sure. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. 
we don't sell from air supply or anything like that. We, it's completely separate, and we wanted it that way. Okay. And we made our own album. So it's a nice little thing that I love to do. You Side know. project. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And this has been just an enjoyable chat. Oh, me too. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh. I really appreciate it. Likewise, and we'll catch up with you down the road. Great. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you Graham Russell of Air Supply. Up next, Alex Orbison, Roy Orbison's son. The Mulberry Lane Show.